0: Everybody, welcome back into talk off. It is Friday, April twenty eighth. Zach, how are we doing today? Not bad, not bad. You know the allergies are
1: killing me like every producer, other day. But
0: producer Jake, how are we doing?
1: Sorry, Zach. It's I'm all totally good, man. Me. I was just trying to tell the world about my allergies. It's all good.
2: I'm pretty good. I'm excited for the Ranger
0: I am suffering. I actually have a question though. for producer for producer yep. Jake.
2: Yes. Do They have pollen in Colorado? Um, I don't know. I don't have allergies here, but it's weird. But I don't Do you at home? Yeah, I do.
1: Like here, I mean.
2: Yes, yes, yes.
1: That's weird. I guess they don't have pollen there. It's a good
2: I'm I think scared. it's just different pollen or different
1: pollen. Know. They have different
0: trees. Oh, yeah. yeah, and grass. What is pollen? It's also a lot higher up. What is pollen?
1: anybody ever sat down and asked oh. themselves that question what is this thing that just makes me sneeze non-stop stuffs my nose right before i go to bed every single night not and not at all during the day right when i go to bed and then makes me all rub right, my eyes the, for 10 hours a day what's pollen
0: here's the google's definition of pollen it's a fine powdery substance typically yellow consisting of a microscopic grains discharged from the male part of a flower or from a male cone. Each grain contains a male, don't know what that word is, that can fertilize the female to which pollen is transported. So essentially, you sneeze, you're snee— just sneezing jizz. Plants have genders? Whoa, man, let's, let's slow That's down. That's what you
2: just said. Do plants have genders?
0: Yeah, all right. Can you look up... No, no, no. I'm Google, not saying it's you. Up... I'm
1: just... I'm literally so confused. I did not know that plants have genders. I thought they're just plants. Do plants
0: have... Why does have... everything have to have a gender now? Yeah. I mean, they have... There's um, dude plants. They have male and female You're
2: telling structures. me that there's...
0: So, like, when I look outside,
1: right, and I'm looking at some trees... You're telling me that I could be looking yeah, at fucking. a dude tree and then look to the one right of it, same tree, that's a lady tree.
0: I mean, I wouldn't assume what I'm the not trees are. I'm not assuming. I'm just saying
1: first. I mm-hmm. never knew. There's no way. I
0: think that's fake. Plants have gender. What does that even mean? I don't know, man. I'm going to go with science on Plants this Plants don't man. reproduce though, bro. I don't know, man. According to this, they do. The, what about photosynthesis? Well, yeah. Like I, I don't. I, I'm not the right person to Plans, be asking about this. We should try to plants get plants don't have sense. on. Wait, I'm so confused now. You just can.
1: Let's talk baseball. I'm, I'm confused.
0: Okay, yeah. Let's get into baseball talk because we're we're getting into biology. Is that the class where you study plants and stuff?
1: I have no idea. Are you asking me? You should be asking I don't Jake. Know, dude. He's I, 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 I
0: didn't... Jake? Yeah, Jake. What what Jake? I'm not a science guy. I'm
2: a math guy. I have no idea.
0: Listen, I I work with numbers, not plants, so I work with paper, that's... which is what happens
1: after the plants. But like trees, you know what I mean? I tried to make a joke,
0: I'm sorry. All right, yeah. So um all right, let, let's, let's get into bit let, let's get away from the plant talk. Maybe maybe we can we can find uh, some more info on this throughout the show. But uh let, let's jump into baseball talk. Zach, big news out of Pittsburgh, Brian Reynolds, eight-year, 106 and a quarter and three-quarters of a million dollars extension. I that was I'm so sorry to everyone who had to listen to that. That was so confusing of a of a way to phrase it. A hundred and six. Point seventy five million That's also I don't it's just such a fucking just say how am I supposed to say this? Alright, it's a hundred he got a hundred and seven million dollars over eight years through the twenty twenty through the twenty thirty one I am having such do. dude yeah, well,
1: are you okay? What is happening?
0: No, because the brain level the brain isn't functioning at a good level right now, but the co- the caffeine from the coffee has been kicking me in the ass. So it's like The body is juiced up, but the brain has a little fog. So we're going to, trust me, it'll get better throughout the show. Bear with me. We're going to start from the top. Big news out of Pittsburgh. Brian Reynolds, eight years, $107 million contract with a team opt-out in 2031. Zach, I know we talked preseason about the Pirates and what they were going to do with Brian Reynolds. There was a lot of talk uh, in spring training about uh, possible contract extension parties couldn't come to an agreeable number now it seems brian reynolds has found his home in pittsburgh for the foreseeable future and if you're a pirates fan this has to be an exciting time because uh, this is the largest contract in pirates history so it shows urgency from ownership that they're ready to spend and they're ready to kind of turn the ship in the right direction in pittsburgh
1: oh 100 percent. this is the absolute best news for Pittsburgh Pirates fans everywhere. This is phenomenal. Your team is at the top of the National League right now when you're supposed to be at the bottom and you just locked up Brian Reynolds for the next half decade, a little bit more. So you are feeling so good if you are a Pirates fan. And this is great for Pirates fans, not just because you have Brian Reynolds for this time, but this kind of shows that you know, the front office sees what this team is doing this year. And they're saying, you know what, why don't we keep Brian Reynolds and try to fucking win a world series? Let's not strip it all down and get prospects. Let's keep our hundred million dollar guy in the outfield. Who's going to probably hit 35, 40 home runs this year. And let's build around him with the young talent that we have like g Bay, O'Neal Cruz, those guys. And the amazing young rotation that has come out this year everyone in that rotation their top four have an under three era i believe the team is playing amazing and signing brian reynolds to this contract is just proving to the fans to the players to everyone in that organization that management cares if this team wins and they want this team to win soon this is an absolute home run for the Pirates. I think they got him at a good price too. They have an option. They didn't give him him an option. I think this is the absolute best case scenario for the Pirates. I could not be happier if I was a Pirates fan.
0: Yeah. And I, I have a soft spot for the Pirates because I, I've i been to Pittsburgh. I've been to the stadium. The, without a doubt, that stadium is my favorite ballpark in the league. Pittsburgh is—they're a really, really fun team right now. You obviously have the the resurgence of Andrew McCutcheon in and his career, going back to Pittsburgh where it all started, and he's started off to a uh, uh, kind of an unprecedented start. I mean, I know he was—I mean, he was—he's playing well over the the his last few ten years with some teams, but. Uh, to go back home in Pittsburgh and, and do it, it's it's super special to watch. And then even last night or two nights ago, you have uh, Drew Maggie, who spent 13 season in the, seasons in the minor leagues and finally gets his major league debut with the Pirates. So really cool things going on in Pittsburgh. I think this is an entertaining time to be a Pirates fan. And Zach, you couldn't have said it better. This is th- This is probably the best looked in probably a decade for Pirates fans. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. This is... So exciting for the Pirates, and I mean, we talked about. I mean, the the crazy part is is I want to know where this leaves other teams, like like the Yankees right now. You like, I don't know about you, but I saw on on Twitter, Yankees Twitter was going crazy when Brian Reynolds resigned because right, they, they thought for sure that they were trading for him for sure. Yankee fans thought that by the end of this year, Brian Reynolds would be on this team. Absolutely. And he's he's not going to be because he's going to be a fucking Pittsburgh Pirate. And I think this leaves the Yankees in a weird spot too because that's a very injury injured team, injury-prone team that was looking to add another outfielder so they don't have to keep running Aaron Hicks out there or IKF in center field because that's terrible. And guess what, Yankee fans? You're not getting that. Sorry, Jake. Suck a dick. But I think that leaves them in a weird again, spot and, now, and, too.
0: Uh, and again, this isn't... Zach, and again, I don't want this to sound to Yankee fans like this is Mets guy and Red Sox guy shitting on Yankee fans, but it is the most Yankee fan thing ever to just assume that they they were going to. Oh, yeah. Them.
1: There's one the one big guy on the trade market. Yankee fans are, we're getting
0: him. We're getting... Yep, he's a Yankee.
1: Like, you don't even need an outfielder, really, because Stan is going to come back. He can play left field. You also have Peraza, who plays left field, usually for them. Judge and Bader. Where are you going to put Reynolds? You're going to put him out there and sit Peraza? Whatever. Cause Peraza's out to a terrible start this year. I get it. Whatever. But you don't really need Reynolds. And so fuck off, Yankee fans. Like, you thought you were going to get him. You didn't. It sucks. It sucks. Stop complaining
0: on Twitter. It's bothering me. Yeah, no, it's uh, go pirates, typical uh, stuff. Yeah, go pirates. I think we're a seriously. pirates podcast. Pirates.
1: Besides Mets and Red Sox, and I guess we'll count half Yankees for Jake.
0: But I am rooting for pirates fans. We're a pirates podcast. They're just, I love. I am a. Do, you, do you want, sh- should I get into character? Go ahead. I got my pirates hat somewhere in this. I have one this. too. I just don't know where it is. Actually, a gift from a gift from Mark. I Maddison. had an
1: old school pirates hat, like you know, like the the fuck. It's I'm gonna like, try to get
0: Mark Melanson. On okay, do
1: your best. Can I? Can I tell you? You know those pirates hats? Yeah. That it, they're like all black and then they have like three yellow stripes going around the whole
0: hat, but like it doesn't. Oh, that's like one of the most. Yeah, but like it doesn't
1: look like league. a like a regular cap. It's like weird, dude. It's like a weird hat. I used to have one of those. So my grandpa was a pirates fan. He gave it to me. It's fire. Oh,
0: yeah. was he really? Why? Why was he a pirates fan? From in, Pittsburgh, in, on the east coast. Oh, really? You have family in Pittsburgh? That's pretty cool. I don't know, I know if I that. still do. Who knows? Well, nonetheless, it's pretty cool. Zach, let's move on. Zach, I will ask you about a man who has who shares the same namesake as you, Zach Gallen, who has been off to a ridiculous start. Uh, the other night against the Kansas City Royals, six innings, four hits, no earned, 12 Ks. He now boasts a... Two point one five ERA, four and one uh, for the for the win loss column over six games started, and the guy just continues to get punchies. Twelve K per nine. Zach Allen is is shaping up like he could be a Cy Young candidate. Come, I think a hundred
1: percent. I think this guy is coming out this year so far and he has just shown why he is a Cy Young candidate this year he got out to a really rocky start that first start of his was really bad I think he gave up five, four or five earned or something like that and he just did not look like himself since then this guy is on a fucking tear he hasn't given up a run in like 29 innings or something like that he leads the league this year in game started innings pitched and strikeouts He leads the league in so many things already. He's got 12 strikeouts per nine, and he's really not a crazy strikeout guy. He's usually sitting around nine, maybe 10 if he's having a good year, but he's not a big strikeout guy to begin with. He's not going to overpower you with a crazy fastball or some sweeping slider. He's a guy who really cares about getting soft contact and Pitching to the bats. He hits his spots. He commands the ball very well. He doesn't walk people, and that's huge. He's walked five guys this year to 51 strikeouts. That's great. I think that Zach Allen is really going to prove this year why he is going to be a Young candidate for years to come, not just this year.
0: Yeah, agreed. And I know I had to take early on in the year that Gallon could be moved to the deadline, but. Unless something happens to the D backs, that I I don't see them moving on. From I don't think so. Rate. He's too good to let go.
1: You know, I was since we were talking about like when you had mentioned about Gallon getting moved at the deadline. I was trying to think of pitchers that could get moved at the deadline, and I was listening to I don't remember what podcast it was, but I was listening to someone and they mentioned Eduardo Rodriguez for the Tigers is as someone who could get moved. And I I, I looked uh, at it.
0: I just have a bad taste in, in my mouth from seeing him pitch in oh, the past.
1: I'm not saying the Mets should go after him. I was just saying in general, like a pitcher, because there aren't really that many pitchers that are very good pitchers that are you know coming up to that time where they should get traded. They don't have a lot of there's not a lot of high quality pitchers with contracts that fit trades you know what i mean like there's just really isn't and eduardo rodriguez is one of those guys who's on a shitty team his contract is eh i don't know if somebody wanted to pick him up but i think he's on you know a final couple of years final two years i think of that contract with the Tigers. so i think he's someone who could get moved i thought it was a really interesting thought like because i was really trying to think of anyone who could get moved and i i really I don't know I mean, I guess it's too early to really know, but I feel like I have no, it's I have no clue. It's too early. I also feel like the White Sox are going to sell their entire team because they're just so bad. Yeah.
0: They're not no, 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 uh, no, 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 no.
1: Don't just skip it over and say they're not great. They're fucking terrible. They are terrible. They are la- they are bottom 5 in every single pre- pretty much every single hitting and pitching statistic. It is disgusting. If you look at statistics like pitching statistics and hitting on baseball reference or anything, the bottom 4 teams have have been this year. It's Oakland it's uh, Detroit, it's Kansas City, and it's the fucking Chicago White Sox, and it's embarrassing because this team has so much potential and they just fucking suck because all they do is strike out.
0: You know what's crazy too? You know what I've noticed, and this is completely unrelated. There's so many players on the paternity list right now. So
1: many. I saw a tweet yet yeah, th- before that was like that was like Casey that was like dude, every like, that was that like every Dodger is having a baby right now.
0: Seriously, dude. Adovino is on the paternity list? Yeah, I mean,
1: uh, Yu Chang Chang was just on it for the Red Sox. Everyone's having a baby. Because they probably try to plan it so they can have it before the season, but they just fuck up. They don't get the math right.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah. They get it like you're off by a month, you know? Oh, Tani almost hit for the cycle today. Oh, did he? Well, there was a cycle. The first cycle in the pitch clock era. Do you see who it was? Did you miss a cycle? I think I missed it. Uh, Luis Guriel. When? Let me make what sure. What are you I talking right. about? Someone on the Marlins got a, a the cycle the other day, but I don't know who the fuck I mean, it was. Luisa Rise hold did on. it like, like two weeks ago. Oh right, hold on. No, someone had it last night. Oh, I'm sorry. Someone had it inside the park home run last night. Are you night. okay, man? I think Luis Coriel. Dude, I don't know. I'm trying to find it right now on my phone. I can't find it.
1: I'm worried about you. I think you're drinking too much coffee. Your brain can't handle it. <laughs>
0: Dude, I'm going to go nuts. Who hit an inside the park home run last night?
1: I have no idea.
0: This is, dude. It's really gonna. It's really really going to bother me. Oh, it it was Guriel. Yeah, it was Guriel. He hit an inside the park home run last night.
1: There you go. Okay, that that's cool.
0: Uh, speaking, and he hit it against the Braves. I did see that. Speaking of The Braves, the Braves, the Braves, uh, were told by Major League Baseball to stop putting on their oversized hat because uh, New Era, the manufacturer of all official on-field hats for baseball, told them that it violated their contract in their agreement that they would wear only New Era hats in the field area. It's so dumb.
1: Like, it actually makes me really pissed. Like, it pisses me off that this is. A- that was such a good celebration. I thought it was so fucking funny.
0: It's so stupid, dude. It's a celebration. Who
1: cares? Like exactly. Like fuck you, New Era. Who cares? Who cares if they fucking wear the big like hat? When
0: Major League Baseball was, It's like when Major League Baseball was trying to tell the Mets to not wear the NYPD and NY yeah. hats around yeah. September
1: 11th. So stupid. Like who gives it's a so fuck? Stupid. Like who cares? Seriously, who cares? It's it's like like who cares? They're still wearing the new era hats when they go into the field. It's not like they all decided to Literally. change their hats for every game they wear it when they hit a fucking home run. It happens every other day. Relax.
0: Seriously, dude. It's like some people really give that much of a fuck. Like it's
1: so, it's actually so annoying because I think one thing about major league baseball this year is that it is just more fun. Like I feel like the guys look like they're having more fun. Fans look like they're having more fun. I feel like the MLB is really fun this year. And, I mean, I guess I could attest a bunch of it to the pitch clock and because it's trying to get people back into the game. But it's more fun this year. And you see all these teams with celebrations, like the Reds have the Viking and the Angels have the samurai helmet that they put on and the Red Sox do dumbbells. Like, they're they're having fucking fun. Who cares if that isn't new era? It's not a big deal.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you on that. It's uh, it's a dumb effort by New Era to keep baseball within the bounds of their own contract, but it's, about, it's like, at what rate does it cross the line of you being it's an all about asshole, money? So, fuck you, New Era. Let's burn their hats. Let's let's get off the. Let's get off the uh, the New Era way. I will never wear another New Era hat ever again. Mark my words. Yeah, that's probably a lie for me because I own like about I don't a million of any. them. But
1: really. I own two
0: hats. They're both from the same company. All right, man. All right, so let's uh, let's talk a little Chris Sale. I know you wanted to get <sighs> into this today. Chris Sale has been absolutely awful in his age thirty four season. One and two with an eight two ERA over five starts. The uh, the the strikeouts haven't been there. Nothing – oh, actually, he, he's got 11.5 11, 11 strikeouts per game or per nine. So it's, it's like really – I mean, he's he's missing barrels, but at the same time, he's finding them a lot too.
1: All right. So, yes, on the little prep sheet, I did put that I would like to talk about Chris Sale. And
0: – Do you rescind no, that? No,
1: I still want to do it because – I'm just very sad because I I really think that we're seeing the end of Chris Sale. I think we've seen we've seen the end I think the last I mean the last time I could say that Chris Sale had a good year I guess would be 2019 I mean he only threw 150 innings but that was probably his last best year he threw 150 I mean he had 13 strikeouts per nine which is just amazing and he also has the career high in strikeouts per nine for pitchers, which I think is incredible. I, I very rarely go to a – you be, very rarely go to a baseball reference page, and it has a gold on it. And Chris Sale's baseball reference has gold. So I'm taking
0: that. But here's – what do you mean by that? Like, you
1: know how if you go on baseball reference and like some of the stuff is bold, some of it's italics. Oh, uh, like an all-time. Yeah, like the, the gold is record. is an all-time. He's, he's the all-time leader in strikeouts per nine with 11.1. But so here's my thing about Chris Sale is for the past, I would say three, maybe four years, probably three years since 2019, really the thing that Red Sox fans have been saying. And my, I myself have been saying is just wait till sales back. 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 When sales healthy, will be good. When he's healthy, will be good. Yeah. That's not happening because he is fucking sucking ass. He is fully healthy. There's nothing wrong. Nothing. The arm's good. The body's good. He still weighs 120 pounds at seven feet tall. Don't know how that's physically possible, but he still does it. And he looks terrible out there. He doesn't even look like he had one good start against the Brewers where he had 11 strikeouts. It was a phenomenal game two starts ago. And I thought Chris Sale was back. I was like, this dude is fully back. He just needed a couple starts under his belt. But what's he do on Monday? He goes out, throws against Baltimore, five earned through five innings. Fucking shit. He didn't have one strikeout, Chris. Chris, he didn't have a strikeout. His first start in his career, in his career, 13-year career, his first time not having a strikeout in an outing. It's a fucking embarrassing, and I think we're seeing the end of Chris Sale and the only way that the Red Sox were gonna have a chance this year to be, you know, a fringe team was if Chris Sale had a good year, and it looks like he's going to have a terrible year with an eight two two ERA. He's only pitched twenty three innings and he has five starts. That's not even five innings per start. That's fucking terrible. That's embarrassing. Like,
0: yeah, this guy
1: can't get out so of the fourth in, inning. So- he his slider is down. Four inches of induced vertical break. Four inches his slider. That's horrible. He's not missing barrels. He's throwing the ball in the middle of the zone or way out of the zone. He has no command of his slider, of his fastball. His changeup is nowhere to be seen. And if you just watch him, eye test tells you that this guy just can't fucking figure it out. And it's so frustrating because I was... I saw the dominant sale days, the 2017, 2018 years, when he threw 220 innings and struck out 300 people. It was incredible. And now watching the end of this guy's career pretty much because he really can't figure it out is terrible, especially for a Red Sox team who has no help in the starting rotation. And our whole rotation was based off of Chris Sale coming back and pitching like at least 2019 Chris Sale. But no, and that's my rant, and I'm out of breath.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the Red Sox have an interesting scenario on their hands now because he's owed $27.5 million next year in his age 35 season, and then they have a club option in 25 for 20 mil, which they're obviously going to decline if he keeps pitching like this which it 100%. seems like he probably will. I think the injuries probably it was too many injuries. It kept him away from from the field for too long. Everything snowballed and now this is the result of it. So I feel bad for the guy, but the Red Sox have a serious issue on their hands. They have a guy who's owed damn near 30 mil per year and he can't pitch. He's straight up he can't he can't pitch. So there's a there's a serious I mean, what do you I mean? What are you going to do? DFA the he guy. He can't. He has to. to he has money? to sit.
1: There. No, they can't. He has to sit there. He has to. Pitch. No, I'm saying, that's, I am saying. I What
0: I am saying, like, what are you, gonna, you You yeah. you have to do it. You have to. let. let him sit
1: there it. and figure it out. And you you just have to hope that he does. I mean, the Red Sox have made a couple moves recently that I don't really understand. I mean, they DFA'd Brian Bayo why? The guy has proved enough in AAA. He's a good enough AAA pitcher. He's he's better than AAA. He's like quadruple A. He's not quite there at the majors, but he's too good for AAA. Keep him in the majors. Let him figure the fuck out. He's not going to figure anything out at AAA and then come back and be this amazing guy. Put him at AAA. Let him, I mean, put him in the majors. Let him figure it out. They've made a bunch of moves that I don't want really to understand like that one. They're bringing guys up and down. I think they're bringing up the wrong guys, but... Like I said before, their whole season was going to be based off of, can Chris Sale be at least 2019 form of Chris Sale? 150 innings, 200 strikeouts, and you know strike out 10 guys per nine, and put up a four ERA. I would have been fine with a four ERA. I really would have if he was still missing bats, looking good, pitching well, but he's just not. And it's, it just looks terrible.
0: Uh yeah, it's 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 awful, dude. It's um, it, it's it's not a scenario anyone should have to have on their hands, especially like a guy like Chris Sale. Like he, when when healthy, he was one of the best pitchers in the league. So and, and now this is unfortunately what it's come to. So I feel I feel I feel bad for you.
1: It really confident. was like like at one point, Chris Sale, I think could have been looked at as like like. When I watched him, just physical eye test, I felt like I was watching the best pitcher of all time because his slider is, st- I'll still stick by it. Prime Chris Sale slider is the best slider I've ever seen in my entire life because it starts outside of the, of the lefty batter's box and it'll, die down to a righty's back foot. It's it, it was the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. And to see that he literally just doesn't have that anymore sucks. He's just leaving them in the middle of the zone.
0: Yeah, no, he's like, 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 like I, like, like I said, um, he's finding barrels and that's not the scenario that you want No, to sir.
1: To can I, uh, can I say something? Sure. I'm done with the Red Sox, don't worry. I'm I'm not talking about them anymore. So, I'm si- we're sitting here having a beautiful beautiful podcast on this lovely Thursday evening. My phone's sitting right next to me. Tell me why. Tell me why. I get two notifications. Two notifications from two different sports media sources telling me that Shohei just missed the cycle who gives a fuck he just missed it he didn't hit, he did he did he hit it no he didn't hit for the cycle so why do I care that Shohei was close to the cycle guess what Jaron Duran almost hit for the cycle the other day against the Orioles did you see that on your fucking Bleacher Report or MLB app did you see that nope, nope. Shohei almost hits for the cycle yeah. it's like holy shit Shohei almost hit. For, he, he had a single a double and a triple like who cares fucking joe billy bob can do that on a tuesday afternoon who gives a fuck just because it's shohei otani doesn't mean that we have to praise him every time he does anything i literally just got a notification from the mlb i will read it aloud to you shohei otani missed becoming the first player in mlb history to hit for the cycle as a starting pitcher he missed it who cares sorry I think it's because he got robbed by from a home run, but he still didn't do it. So who cares? Like stop, stop sucking him. Every single, everything is Otani. Everything, Otani, Otani. I get it. He's good. You don't have to tell me every fucking day. There's other guys in the league that are good.
0: It's really repetitive.
1: Like I, I'm the me. Sports media has made it so I am praying for this guy's retirement. Like,
0: uh, <laughs> I mean, no, I wouldn't uh, go that far. I no, really like I, Otani. I think there's an opportunity that we could probably snag him in free agency because Steve Cohen's going to throw the kitchen sink at him. But, no, I hear you. It's annoying to hear every five seconds Otani. Otani yeah, it's Otani. just
1: like, like I wish that I could sit here and enjoy – just enjoy Otani playing, enjoy the history that is happening around me that I'm watching every fucking day. But I can't because it's just shoved down my fucking throat – Leave me alone, yeah, man. I hear you. That was just my little Otani. I'm going on a lot of rants today.
0: Yeah, you, you you have a you have a lot to get out, which is which is cool, man. I got is got why we're of, here? I got a lot out. of pent up aggression.
1: The Red Sox really pissed me off.
0: So uh, the uh, Cardinals. Let's move on. Cardinals this pissed me off too. Uh, they they optioned uh, the slumping rookie Jordan Walker to uh, AAA, yeah i i don't understand the move
1: i really really don't get it and and, and yes I, I understand that he was slumping a little bit but the guy was still batting at 275 like it's not like he's batting like 94 he's still batting 275 he still has hit two home runs two steals 11 rbis like i don't really see The point in DFAing your top prospect, one of the top five prospects in all of baseball after 20 games when your team fucking sucks. Your team is terrible. They can't win a game. It's embarrassing. And let me tell you something. Jordan Walker is not the problem. So I don't understand them sending him down to AAA. It doesn't make sense to me. Do, did you see what they did it for?
0: No, what did they do it Some,
1: for? I, for ah, I forgot what his fucking name is. Random ass middle infielder used to be on the Angels. I, I think I've maybe heard of his name one time. It was embarrassing. Something Wyatt, I want to say. Super long hair. But like, what are you doing? a middle infielder, like I understand that they have injuries, but the Cardinals have so much depth in their, in the field. Why? Like, I I just,
0: yeah, definitely. I just don't get it. I just,
1: I just don't understand. Like what was the point of the move? I want to, like, I want to, I wish I could ask. I'm sure somebody did ask, but I didn't see it anywhere. I should have looked. But yeah, that pissed me off. A lot of things pissing me off, man.
0: A lot of things are pissing you off today, man. It's all right.
1: It's not. You need to control my aggression.
0: Yeah, but it's really weird. So, I, I, this affects the the depth in the outfield for the Cardinals. I don't really know much about the Cardinals because they're I fucking hate the Cardinals. So they can go fuck themselves for setting down a. Pretty much their top prospects. I'm so. a big fan of the Cardinals. Um, they're a bum.
1: So I'm a big what? fan of the Cardinals. There's certain teams that I just like. I think have great vibes, and I just love their vibes. The Cardinals, like I love the vibes of the Cardinals.
0: They give old men baseball. Yeah, it's vibes. just like certain. They give. They give. They give like um, baseball shouldn't sh- shouldn't be played at night. Vibes, buddy. I mean, look who you're talking to.
1: I'm a huge grandpa baseball guy. I mean, and the teams I like, yeah, but not the teams like I like are grandpa teams. Like, I like, I like the Cardinals because they have one of the best defenses in the league. They field the ball very well, and they hit base hits and they hit a little some home runs. They're not huge on power, but they steal, they they bunt, they do all the little things. That's also why I like I fuck with the Guardians because last the last year's Guardians was just single after single after single after single. It was fucking sick. I like grandpa teams.
0: The Cardinals look like they still stretch to head, shoulders, knees, and toes. toes. Knees and toes.
1: Head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Knees nose. toes. Did you used to sing that in Spanish class when you were a kid? I think I still
0: know uh, it. If I did, if I did, I don't remember it. You ready, Can you right, recite right. it.
1: Cabeza, hombros, pianos, pies, pianos, pies. Cabeza, hombros, piernas, pies, pianos, pies. Dude, I'll never forget that shit. Ever in my entire yeah, life. You know who head. taught me that? You, someone you actually know. Who? Mrs. Arson okay. Yegos.
0: Oh, I do know
1: her. Yeah. yeah. That's a great
0: song. Good Dude, shit. I'm all about the
1: Spanish. That
0: is a good song. Now it's going to be stuck in my fucking head uh all right so i want to talk a little bit about the mets and then we'll get into some picks the mets uh they suck man we had a seven and three west coast road trip we dropped the last two in san fran come back out to the east coast for a three game set against the nationals uh we dropped monday night excuse me we dropped Tuesday night against the Nationals. I think it was like a 4-1, 5 nothing loss. I don't know. We scored like one run in 18 innings. Starling Marte looks like he couldn't hit a water off the side of a boat. Um, The pitching hasn't been there. The offense is non-existent. And this is an issue I've always had with this Mets team, is that when the Mets don't get off to a fast start in a game, the hitters are so streaky that they they look they look lost in in the game, and this is what we saw in the wild card round. We saw this in games one and three. If the team doesn't get off to a fast start, it's essentially over, and the pitching has to pitch lights out to support that. And we saw this for years with Degrom, and the team wasn't the same, obviously in in eighteen nineteen, but I mean Degrom was going out there with a, a sub two three ERA. Would give up one or two runs and we'd lose games. It's just the offense is so so reliant on the long ball and timely hitting that when timely hitting doesn't happen, the team is fucked.
1: Yeah, uh, I was gonna talk about the Mets today a little bit because I did a lot of watching of the Mets this this you know past week. They just don't look good, man. And I agree with you 100%. No, it's, it, it, it literally looks like their pitching has to pitch lights out for them to win. Their pitching has to pitch lights yep. out and Pete Alonso has to hit a home run and they're, or else they're not winning. And it, that's just really not sustainable because you have two 40-year-old pitchers. You have a rookie just learning how to play in the MLB and then you have garbage. So – so yeah, I it, it's, it's really not sustainable to try to lean on your rotation like that. And we saw it with the DeGrom years, just like you said, we saw it with the DeGrom years, so many one, nothing two one losses for the fucking Mets. And it was just brutal for Jacob DeGrom when he was thrown out there, throwing gems and they just couldn't put anything together. I hope this is not the same Mets. I really don't think it is. I think it's just a slow start. Uh, I really, I, I think they're just, they're not getting production out of the, the bottom half guys. and, that's a lot of a lot of what we talk about on this podcast is when we talk about teams is the bottom half of the team, they win or lose you games series, championships like they win or lose you everything. You have to be good one through nine along with the four guys on the bench, the sick, the five or six in the rotation, and the eight or nine that are in the fucking bullpen. You all have to be so sound yeah. for you to win a World Series. and if you're not good, you know one through 26, you're going to come into issues, and I think that's what the Mets are doing right now. You know, they brought up Alvarez. The guy can't hit the fucking ball, Daz. he? Can't hit the ball.
0: Well, it's also well, no, okay. So it's a, okay. So I yes, he can't hit the ball, but it's not like he's being set up for success because Buck Showalter Buck Walter likes to have he he likes to address the New York media like this, and it's very vague. And I understand why he's doing it. But Buck Showalter, I like to call it the Buck punt. Buck will punt games away. He'll intentionally lose games. And you'll say, well, no, he doesn't. Well, when he runs out a lineup of Nito, Tommy Sham, Easy Out Escobar, these morons on the field and says, well, you know, I managed for 162 games. He he doesn't put Alvarez and Beatty in the lineups against lefties, which I don't understand. These guys are eventually going to be everyday players. You're doing them a disservice by not playing them every single day and getting them as many at bats at this level as you possibly can. If they're not going to be getting consistent at bats, don't bring them up. I don't know how. I don't know what other way to phrase it. Like, I don't, it just doesn't make sense.
1: No, I mean I agree with you. I think there is some something to say about the mismanagement. I think I think any manager in the MLB that comes out and says they don't punt away games is lying because every fucking team does it. The Red Sox do it all the time. I'm constantly seeing lineups with Christian Arroyo and and Yu Chang and Jaron Duran and Rymel Ry Tapia. It's just not not happening. It, it's just, and you can't tell me that you're trying to win with that lineup. It's just not going to happen. So I do think that a hundred percent teams do punt games away, and I think Buck Showalter definitely does it when he doesn't start Alvarez and Beatty. I, I know the game you're you're talking about, the Nationals game last night or whatever. I was watching it with my dad, and I was like. He he even asked me. He was like, "Where the when that ball went through Escobar's legs?"
0: he just doesn't manage to. Win. He just doesn't manage to win. Sometimes he manages, like he says, he man. He manages for 162 games, which is fine. But then, like you're, we're 14 and 11 right now. We're three games over 500 with Atlanta coming in for the weekend, and and and, and Atlanta is a very realistic possibility of us getting swept. So you. So were, were, there's a possibility of us sitting here on Tuesday with the Mets under 500, And this is, again, going back to what Zach touched upon in the first place. If you don't have Scherzer and Verlander in the rotation, Senga doesn't have it right now. Senga he looked fine last night, two earned over five innings pitched, I think. But, man, he had a lot of pitches early on. He gets himself into these jams. He wiggles his way out of it, which is fine. But the pitch count needs to come down. He needs to start getting through innings unscathed and, and and not with this all this theatrics. So without Verlander and without Scherzer in the rotation right now, it's it's unfortunately falling on guys like Joey Lucchese, like Kodai Sanga, like uh, Jose Buto, who, who have to come up and make these spot starts. And I know Sanga and. You know, obviously, that that is the outlier there. But you have guys like Lucchese and Butoh who have to come up and make these spot starts and kind of play hero ball for the Mets, when in reality, like, okay, it might happen once. Like, Joey Lucchese went out and threw a gem against the Giants on Friday night. But you can't expect that outcome every time.
1: No, I 100% agree with you. And, you know, I think... The point you make about Kodai Senga is 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 really important. I I think I've watched Kodai Senga three times this year start, and I feel like every time it's just like you said, early in games he just he just has trouble settling into games, and he's throwing a lot of pitches in the first and second inning. I turned the game on yesterday in the third inning, and he was already up to like 48, 50 pitches. I was like, Jesus man, like that's just too many. His command is a little off, so that's not a guy that you want to anchor your rotation, really. he's He needs to be that three, and right now he's the one, and he can't be the one for the Mets if they want to be successful. They need Scherzer. They need Verlander back. They need to start the guys that are going to win them this division because if Buck Showalter is playing just to make the playoffs and make the wild card, let me tell you something, bud. The Mets aren't going fucking anywhere. If they want to go to the World Series, well, I mean, I
0: can. I mean, I could. I mean, I could. I could. I could. I could. Fucking go on, on and on and on about how poorly he managed the Wild Card Series with starting Jake in in Game Two because he wanted he wanted Degrom to be able to go Game One in the Division Series and throughout the entire Wild Card round, I said, "Well, let's get to the Divisional round before we start thinking about Jake starting Game One because Max started Game One of the Wild Card. We know how that went." Jake threw a gem in game two. And then it, it, it came down to uh, who the fuck even pitched that game three? I'm trying to was it it was yeah. Bassett. Oh, <laughs> nothing is ever good, dude. Nothing is ever good. And everyone's like, Oh, why do you say that? Well, look what I'm dealing with, dude. All right, man.
1: That was that was good rant. We both got some All good right. rants
0: out today. Yeah, we did we really uh, all, all right, let's get into some, Before we get, get into some, some, picks? some
1: picks, I have a question for producer Jake. So yeah. I'm so I'm watching this the Rangers Devils game obviously which just started like 15 minutes ago. Is this not the chippiest hockey game you've ever seen in your life? I feel like I've seen like 10 cheap shots in the first 3 minutes.
2: Yeah, the Devils
0: that Dude, yeah, they've game. been going at it. Also, I don't know if you watched Bruins Panthers last night. That game got really chippy this towards is the end. Playoff
2: hockey. This is get your heart racing.
1: I know, but like this I feel October, like baby. even all the all the I feel this like even May. We even all the chill. playoff games that I've watched, this is like so chippy. Did you see if they fucking someone hit Shosturkin behind the net? What the fuck was yeah. that about?
2: I mean, that should have been a penalty, Shisterkin That should have,
1: have been a cold. penalty, What the fuck?
0: Did you see in game? Yeah, did you see in uh, in Game 4 when someone on the Devils, like, crashed the net and ran into Shosturkin and Shosturkin just fucking crashed yeah, him yeah, the the yeah. head? Awesome, dude. Also, uh, I don't know if either of you guys watched last night. Uh, uh, McAvoy just he, – he got hit, like, kind of up by the neck area. And he took his stick and just – and literally, as hard as he could, just – Slapped a Florida Panthers guy right on his skate, and then once he got down, pushed him on the ice. I don't know how he didn't get a, p- a penalty for that, but uh, playoff hockey is awesome, and I'm yeah, addicted me too. It's to it.
1: So fucking sick. All right, now we can get it to some picks.
0: Powered by Riverside. All right, picks for – all right, so hold on. we let, Let's square this away. So for everyone listening out there, we're going to pick this weekend's uh, – or this Sunday's winner of the Sunday Night Baseball game now ahead of time. Uh, and if you've been following along throughout the season, we have a season-long uh, kind of bet going for whoever can – well, wh- whoever picks the least amount correctly on Sunday Night Baseball will have to do some sort of punishment. Uh, we'll refresh everybody probably somewhere around like a third of the way through the season. I'd imagine on uh sorry, I have the coffee hiccups uh, on, on, on the standings in that, but Sunday night baseball, let's, let's give forward. Do we, do we pick someone for this Sunday? Do, do we have a pick in already preseason or do we have to pick we do. today?
2: We, we have picks. Um, I can read them out now. Zach, the game is Phillies at Astros, I believe.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, it is. Uh, Zach has
2: a- Zach, and I both have Astros and Dawes You have the Phillies.
1: That's that's right.
0: uh, well, I immediately- for everyone
1: out there, that's going to be Bailey Falter going up against Luis or Keedy. That might be the worst fishing matchups that we could have gotten for this Sunday night baseball game.
0: All right, so yeah, so stay tuned. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll give it. We can give everyone a rundown on Tuesday on kind of what the. The process we were we were originally going to do i think nine games but now we're just going to do it throughout the season um so yeah so it's a season long i think the standings are i have one maybe i think you have one i have two i'm definitely in Jake three
2: no i'm two and two zach is one and three and Daz is oh and four
0: all oh, right you have none oh oh and four all right so uh yeah, so early early start is not great. Yeah, so if the Astros win a lot this of week, it's bad room, for you. Bad. Yeah, it's really it's not great. It's I might just do a punishment now. No. Get it over with. All right. So um let's do picks for Friday the twenty eighth, or do you want to do it for Saturday? I don't remember how we usually we do it. We usually this. do it for Friday. I
1: don't we've only been doing this okay. for I don't know, five months.
0: Yeah, probably oh, has it been five months?
1: We started in November, I think.
0: Wow. December, January, January. Cheers to us, fellas. Yeah. All right, I can I can go first. Uh, I am taking the – I you know what? I'm taking the Yankees tomorrow, and this is uh, uncharted territory for me, but I actually won a Yankees bat earlier this week. So I'm taking the Yankees plus 158 against Jacob DeGrom and the Texas Rangers. I am praying that the offense comes alive and beats up on DeGrom because I like to root against DeGrom now because he's no longer a Met. So, uh, go Yanks. You won't hear me say that often. I like that. I like that.
1: For me, I'm going to go north of the border to Canada. Mariners taking on the Blue Jays. I'm going to go with Seattle on this one. Just based off the pitching matchup. Luis Castillo going up against Alec Manoa. We saw Manoa in person last week. He pitched phenomenal against the Yankees. You know what that means. Here comes the regression. He's given up at least three earned in this start. And Luis Castillo has just been perfect this year. 1-5 ERA, 2-0 already on the year. He's throwing amazing. I don't like that they're in Toronto for this one, but I still like the Mariners.
0: Sweet.
2: I'm sticking with playoff hockey. Uh, we are back on the island tomorrow night. The Islanders take on the Hurricanes in Long Island, and we are going to um, make this a 3-3 three, three series going back to Carolina. And I think the Islanders could even take the series, um, but they got to win this one first. So Islanders, money line.
1: Um, I, I mean, I, I don't like to correct people, but the real ones say on Long Island, not in did i say in yeah dude it's on it's a fucking island you go on it not in it come on bro i used to hate that like where i like at college like fucking three quarters of the people were from long island i i'm from on long island shut the fuck up you're from long Island. you're not from on long um shut the fuck up god i'm getting so mad today roulette's been no sorry
2: Yep. Yeah, I got yeah. it. What's our number?
1: 1738. Uh, uh, are we sticking with 17? Should we be like Hank and just stick with 17?
0: Yeah. I right, 17. Let's go, 17. 17? Oh, okay. Actually, 27 because that's the date today. Yankee fan? No, you're not a Yankee fan. Fuck. So
2: are we doing 27? I think it's
0: 17 and we're
1: just. You can't keep changing because. 20! 20... Tell me it was 27.
2: I, oh, my God. Do we get it? Do we get oh it? Oh, my God. We got it.
0: <laughs> oh,
2: I, knew it. No. I knew it. I knew it today was going
0: to be the day.
2: Oh, my God. How is it?
0: Let's go. So,
1: I am so pissed. This is the one fucking time that we don't use money. And we fucking get it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. We got it. And we th-
2: literally, like, I literally... You called
1: it. it, too. You called it. You said we weren't going to get it today. <laughs> I said I says we're not going to get it. Cr- oh, Jake, you literally said we're going to get it today because we're not using, li- using money. You literally said we're going to yeah. get it. And I knew we were... Oh,
2: fuck! I-
1: oh right, but at God. least we got
2: it. We... You know what's funny is we're actually do- – What number episode is 37 this? 37, and there's 37 numbers on a roulette wheel. Oh, oh 38 whoa. sometimes.
1: Oh, yeah, but 37. Whoa. That's, That's actually – I can't believe we got it.
2: So are we switching the format or
1: – Yeah, I think now – if if I think we're definitely keeping roulette spin because it's so fun. Yeah. But I think we all pick our own numbers.
2: Yeah, I think we each pick a number. Yeah. I we could keep track of that too.
1: Yeah. It's way better because then we'll hopefully
0: hit it more often. Definitely, yeah. All right, everyone. Well, that is our show for Friday, April 28th. Uh, enjoy your weekend. Have some fun. Kick back. Watch the baseball. Hopefully, I don't go 0-5. Put some money on a roulette man. Fucking life short. Bye. Love you guys.